Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got emails about going back to an old hookup and a phone plan problem. Check it out. Enjoy. Share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. That's right. We're stateside, baby. You're back. I'm back. They brought me in. This is me coming in on the ship, waving my hand. We're all at the dock. You guys are all the dock. Shelby's there. The live Feather Nation audience. Hello, Feather Nation. I have arrived. I bring from London good tidings. A lot happened while you were there. And crumpets. A lot happened. That's right. A lot. The world changed while I was there. Prime Minister. New Prime Minister. That's what happens. Listen, when J-Train comes to town. Pretty big coincidence, if you ask me. A lot of coincidence. You know, it ain't no coincidence. Jake Train comes down, they look around, they go, we got to change shit here. J Train I, solved Brexit. That's right. Uh-oh, guest chiming in early. I, listen, we're going to get to the guest in a second. Uh, I didn't know that was the policy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so we sorry. have no policies. We're happy to have you. I am pumped to be here in the U.S. of A. Oh, does it feel good. London was a blast. Um, the show's great audiences in London. I got to say, you know, they don't get credit for that. They're they're polite. Mm-hmm. No heckling. No heckling. There's a, you know people yell out, but it it's more that you know what I found about London is they don't get offended in the way maybe an American audience can get offended. What I mean by that is sometimes an American audience, if they're if they're ready to be offended, you'll say something and they're like, "Nah, get them off the stage. Don't. No, 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 no. They said he said something I feel uncomfortable with. Get them off. Mm-hmm. And then you can't come back from it." London, if you say something, they'll go, ooh, oh, oh, okay, let's keep coming. Let's see where he's going Let's see with where this. he's going with this. Yeah, London's got a lot of, let's see where he's going with this in them. Mm-hmm. So, great time in London. Great time in New York City this weekend. Yeah. Wow. I did a show. I did, like, the biggest. I talked about this on Coffee with J-Train uh, on your Patreon, baby. Also, tonight is the Super Bowl Bachelorette finale. How are you? Well, it was last night and now tonight. It's up on my Instagram story, so you can go watch it right now if you're listening on a Tuesday. This is kind of like the World Series for you. It's and a big like, day. You're pitching on two days rest here. I know. And, and listen, I do this for the fans. Mm-hmm. I do this for the squad. Um, it's a big night for me. I'm feeling a lot of pressure. Uh, I got to perform tonight. We're doing the podcast now. But tonight is like, you know, this is this is game seven. Yeah. It's all all the marbles. All the marbles. And tomorrow I'm taping uh, this week at the cellar for Comedy Central. Jesus Christ. And Oof. one of the topics, you know, they do stand up that's in the news for the week. One of the topics is The Bachelorette. So now I feel even more pressure. It's going to be you the whole episode. I, I, they can listen, do 22 minutes of you. I, I don't see that happening, but uh, I, I, I would love for that to happen. Um, but I'm pumped to be back. Let's bring on our guests. I'm very excited to have him here. A new new guest alert. Ring that bell, Shelby. Okay. Uh, yeah, flame. There we go. New guest alert. Very excited to have him here. Hilarious comic. Matthew Broussard, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here. I invited myself. No, you didn't. <laughs> You're in. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. Thank Listen. You. You can go... I mean, you have a, a lot of stand-up out there that people can go find right now. You're I got some clips online. Yeah, Thank you. Fantastic comic. Uh, you're all going to love him. Go follow him on Instagram, at Monday Punday, at Monday Punday. Explain the Monday Punday name to the people. So I have a website called MondayPunday.com. It's something I started about nine years ago. I draw little cartoons, yep. and you have to solve it. It's like a visual pun. And I post one every Monday. It's very cool. I, oh, I, I, I see them. I, it's, 
it's one of the it's like a magic eye when you and then when you get it you go oh there yeah. it is it's it's the the closest I'll get to a Jeff Def Jam reaction out of white people weirdly <laughs> when people solve it they're like oh yeah, like yeah. If you can watch it is some nerdy people I mean I just did that that's <laughs> <laughs> true you because when it appears to you when you figure it out yeah yes <laughs> it's like you do it is funny that for white people that a, a p- figuring out a pun <laughs> is the the top of the the charts it's like can you ma- bring that you know that oh 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 <laughs> Aren't Londoners especially like that? Yes. This yeah. is a, man, your puns would kill it in London. <laughs> I know. People just dancing in the streets doing fucking spin moves. Um, so all of you guys, go follow uh, Matthew Broussard on Instagram at MondayPunday um, and also MondayPunday.com for all the puns and his dates. Pittsburgh, coming to you. You're going to Pittsburgh, Long Island, and so all at MondayPunday.com. Very pumped to have you here. You're, you know... You're you have a girlfriend. People, we get into the personal aspects of people's lives. How long have you been with your girl? Three years. Three years, and you live together. We live together. How has that been? So we were dating distance. Uh, I was in L.A. She was mm-hmm. in Austin when we started dating. We did that for about a year, mm-hmm. and then um, she understood that it was L.A. or New York for me, and looked for jobs in both. Found a yeah. better one in New York, so we moved together to New York City. That's which, cool. That's kind of crazy. Of like. In terms of living together, you kind of want to like we we lived together before we lived in the same city. It's and New York sharing a space in New York City is not exactly dipping a toe in the no, well, how do we function as roommates. Sure, but at least you're doing it together. Yeah, like, I I think there's an aspect of it like yeah, you're moving into New York City together. You're in a cramped apartment. You're on top of each other. We there's had no, three other roommates. Oh yeah, my god, when really? We first moved here. Yeah. Okay, so that yeah, that's even crazier. But at least you're going through it at the same time yeah you know because i think new york or la or any new city if you get comfortable and then they come and then you have to go through their discomfort at least the uncomfortable is happening at the same time we we built our new york city immunity as a unit as a unit and and new york is a very i've been told it's a very lonely place if you're single sure so neither of us really had to experience that yeah yeah I, i think uh i mean that's the reason this podcast has been pretty successful with people there's commiseration and telling mm-hmm. your story, hearing that other people are going through the same thing. Um, but we're going to get to the emails in a second. Shelby's here on the ones and twos. Um, I get it. Uh, That's a good that? pun. <laughs> what was that? Number one and number two. Oh, shit. And P. Wow. You got it right away. <laughs> Holy What's shit. That? We're here with a professional pun figure outer. Um, listen, let's do some emails. You ready? I'm very excited. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending them in. The emails keep getting better and better. Delusional. That's the name of this one. Okay? It's my favorite rapper. <laughs> we'll get right to it. I dated a guy for two months at the end of 2018. It was going great, but then I felt him pull back, asked what's up. He said he was hesitant to bring someone into his life because of work. He works literally 80 hours plus, plus a week, and that was why his last relationship ended. He was going away for a few weeks, and he said he wanted time to think about things. When he got back, he said he was happy to continue seeing me casually, but couldn't come commit to more right then. So we ended it. Fast forward six months, I randomly messaged him for advice on something work-related, and she writes in parentheses, genuinely. He asked if if I wanted to hang out, and to summarize, we've hung out twice. I initiated the second. The first time was a bit of a late-night hookup, but the second time was pretty nice. Sober hang and a sleepover. I'm aware that right now this is just hookup territory, but it has definitely reignited feelings. I get the sense that he likes me too, but as silly as this may sound, he is purposely not allowing himself to give into it because of work past experience feels like it will be an added responsibility. I was actively dating in the six months that we were in contact, but didn't meet anyone. I feel majorly connected to and excited about, uh, didn't connect to anyone that I was excited about. It's rare that I find someone I really like and compatible with, so want to give this another shot, but I don't know the right move. I don't want to fall into the trap of casual hookups with me hoping it will become more. Uh, I would appreciate your brutal honesty. Firstly, do you think there's any merit to what I'm saying? Secondly, if I'm going to give this a shot, how should I go about doing it? I'm typically all about honest conversations, but I don't think I can throw my feelings at him just yet. What do you think? Oh, I, I just want to say thank you for such a sincere message. That's really like honest and vulnerable. It's and a I think real a email. A lot of people can relate to that. It's a great email. Um, 
it's a very relatable thing. Yeah. Especially, you know, dating in a, you know, she writes, I, I, I always, I find it hard to find someone I'm compatible with. Yeah. Welcome to dating. Like, yes. like, this isn't easy. If it was easy, everyone would just know the right person for them and wouldn't have to go through all the shit that gets in the way. So your experience of it, not, I don't connect with a lot of people. Nobody connects with a lot of people. Yeah, it's so rare. You know? Yeah, even, and good enough isn't. You know, there's, it's, it's sure. that, that, that bar, you know, when you, when you surpass that standard. Is, good enough isn't is a great kind of mantra for someone that's dating yeah it really know? is what, what if there was what, what's the other version of a, if it's not hell yes it's fuck no Interesting. that's the other as well yeah. that i was t- it was the dating advice given how to me how did you meet your girl uh instagram really i was a fan she was a professional swimming who i was a big fan of now you say big fan of a professional swimmer i am as big of a fan as you are of sports i am of swimming of swimming I okay swimming. so you were I in the swimming it. world you're swim. you were i wasn't I swam club. I okay. swam for. I wasn't good. I swam a lot, but I was. I was very. I was very slow. There but are, you're saying that in the world of swimming, where you know what fast is. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're like you're probably good for every Joe and Jim. Sure. I get a lap pool. I could clean up. But yeah. there are 11 year old girls who who are faster than me at my peak at age 20. Like is Ledecky like to you like a superhero? She's up there. There there are other people who. Yeah, I mean, she's arguably the best. She's I mean, arguably the best of all time. You, you put Phelps in that lineup. Ledecky's really, yeah, yeah, she's I mean, really good. I mean, she's. I, I, I heard she just lost something. She, I she swam was in high school. Meet, yeah. Um, really? Yeah, I swam in high school, and uh, I was, I was into the breaststroke. That's mine. In and out of the pool. <laughs> uh, that's right, baby. Sink um, train. That's right. High five. <laughs> and then we high five to death. Um, <laughs> but um, what? Uh, so you're following her as a? F- I, I gotta imagine though, she's getting like a DM from a guy being like, "I'm a fan of your swim career." Does that feel weird for her? You think or no? Do you want to hear the whole story? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a little weird. So I had followed her, big fan of her, and I had some friends in common because the swimming world, even though I was bad, is pretty small. Sure. And um, she, so I had been following her, and randomly she started following me, and I learned later it was through a friend who was someone in the comedy and swimming world who, okay. who showed my comedy to her. I had no real clips online yet. It was cool that she followed me. Yeah. Um, but. I, she had liked some of my posts and I had liked some of hers. And that was it. We didn't tap it on the window. I had no idea. Yeah. And then I was at my apartment in LA in West Hollywood and I saw her on Bumble. And ah. I was like, oh, shoot. Here we go. She's in, she's in LA for some reason. I, I, I took a screenshot. I swiped right. I waited a few minutes and I was like, you know what? This is stupid. Why would I wait to match? Sure. We, we already have a DM open, you know? Interesting. So I sent her that screenshot. It's so funny. And I what said, you're "Hey, saying. are you in LA?" Yeah. And she said immediately responded, "No, I left. Uh, that must have been from a few." She goes, "No, I left a few weeks ago or two weeks ago." <laughs> the crowd is upset. Yeah. But if you're ever doing comedy in Austin, let me know. Here's my number. Sure. So instantly, like, re- and we texted for about a month, and then I was there, and we started dating immediately. Here's the funny part. Okay. When I sent that screenshot, Instagram crops tall photos. It crops the top and the bottom. Okay. Off. So it didn't have the Bumble logo in it. So it just looked like I sent her a picture of herself and knowledge of her location. Yeah, yeah you're in L.A. Yeah. Well, that's the funniest. That the funny part about that is like every yeah. And, and she responded. Bad judgment, Laura. Well, the thing is, everyone's creepy until you're attracted. Yeah. You know, like that whole I, story, though. And I had a referral through our friend Spen. You had the yeah. referral, but you know what I what I've noticed about dating now and someone. You know, there's a lot of like, um, there's. It's very easy to put yourself in a position to not get brutally turned down. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I oh, mean by that yeah. is like you're you see her on Bumble, okay? You didn't even get a swipe right. You didn't even no, get a match. We never matched. Yeah. That's the thing. So you're sitting there going, "Well, she hasn't seen me yet." Right. In your mind, yeah. women. Sometimes I've noticed the difference between men and women on dating apps is women swipe right, don't get a match, and they go. Well, he said no. And men go, he haven't seen me yet. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's a major confidence thing on these apps. Fragile egos. Yeah. yeah. So you, but then you're like, well, of course, this is stupid. I'll message over DM. And it's like, you know, someone else, you know, we've had people write in on the past where they go, he messaged me over DM because he saw me on a dating app. How weird is that? It's like, well, you just weren't into it. 
Right. You know, like, and in my mind, it was, it was, I'm usually failure reverse. I usually never put myself out there. I was not sure. one of those good guys who could approach girls. But you had a lot of good signals. You had the likes on the picture. You had the follow. You had a lot of yes signs. I had some. I had some, but more in my mind, it was one of those moments of, I really like this girl. Yeah. I'm willing to risk rejection for a chance. Because I don't think I would have one another way. And this to me is like a, a crazy thing. That if I let this one slide, yeah. I make it sound like a sports movie. But it was in my mind, I was like, if you let this slide, you're a coward. You should, you should risk failure and public rejection and for it, a chance at this. And it's funny, but from her side, like as far as the DM game is concerned... The, the the spectrum of which someone's DMing you is crazy. It goes from you, who's honestly coming in going, mm -hmm. I like this person, I'm interested, I'm genuinely interested in the personality I've seen online, to chicks hot. Mm -hmm. you, know, like, yeah. you know, like, chicks hot, I'll take my chance. Yeah. Let's meet up late night. Yeah. You know, there's two, you know, those are two ends of the spectrum. Right. How do you sift through them all? You know, yeah. and then that's kind of where this girl is with this email. She's going back to a guy. He's inviting her into his life again, and she's going, well, what is it? Is he for real, or is he just, yeah, this dick is here? You know, yeah. like, and it's a, big, it's a wide spectrum, and she's trying to not get fucked by it. I, I, and, and you and I can both heavily relate to being very invested in work to the point where sure. it damages our, our personal relationships. Of course. But I would also say you and I both have girlfriends, and I, and I think this is true of me. When I met Laura... I was able to make the time. Sure. Yeah. And I was, and, and, and uh, I, I'm sure the, the, the person yelling this is, it, it, she's, she sounds wonderful. She sounds thoughtful. It seems like, and, and maybe he could be, there are, there were points in my career where I'm glad I didn't meet Laura then because it would have been really hard. It would have been hard. very tough. Yeah. And I had a little bit more time, but if you can make the time uh, on this one, I would think it's not worth investing. I would, I'm with you. As, as hard as that is to hear, and I, I'm very sorry, I, I would let, let him make it if, if he wants to if, if things come around and he wants sure. to make it official here's the problem with i'm not ready to commit guy or girl anyone mm -hmm. in this position where they're the ones going it's just not time for me they and then you, it ends and then they're pleasant and then you come back to them here's the issue they've already established what they'll give you so for him he's like yeah listen the doors are open from nine to five I'm here. Come to the store. And then she goes, well, I want you to be open till six. And he goes, we're closed, baby. Got to yeah. go. So then she goes, I hear you. Fine. I'll leave. And then she goes, you know what? I need something from that guy's store again. She comes back to the store and she goes during the, the open hours. And then she goes and then she's wondering, well, maybe this time he'll stay open till six. <laughs> He's not going to do it. He's yeah. already established his store hours. You've already, he's, and he's, opening bid, yeah. He's happy to have you come from nine to five, mm -hmm. but he ain't going to go to six. And it's like you've already, what you're, what you're signing up for right now is another ride on the merry go round. It sounds like that. That's what it sounds like. So, because the thing is about being casual with someone is, and, and not getting too emotionally invested, which it sounds like this guy's doing. Mm -hmm. He's sitting there going, yeah, I could, I can lose you. Yeah. I can have you until I until it runs its course again. And so for that reason, if I'm her, it's not worth it. It's it's not I'm not saying there's no chance, but it's it, there's a good there's a much greater chance that you'll get hurt in this process. You have to add, you have to be willing to be told no if if yeah. you want to make it work. If you want to make it work, you can say the next time he texts you to hang out, you can go, hey, listen, I'm down to hang with you, but it's got to be in a dating scenario. It can't I agree. Just be a An ultimatum would be a good middle ground. Yeah. On this. And, and, but like ultimatum gets such a bad, re uh, you know, bad press. The word ultimatum. It's more just saying. Establishing your worth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, hey, uh, I'm looking to date you. I'm not looking to just hang. Mm -hmm. and, and you have to be OK with him going. No, I've told you before. This is this. These are the store hours. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, I like this one. And do you have, and I'll, circling back just a second. Sure. Um, I feel like time, my time is a major currency in our relationship because it's, I, I can't, I'm always trying to give her more of it and that's the thing she wants more sure. of. Sure. And I, I'm wondering if you have the same thing. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like the, the, the idea that we work at night and then we're and doing travel. a and travel and then you're tired and we do a podcast during the day and it's, you know, and, and it's like, okay, well, when do we do dinner? You right. know, and you're like, 
yeah, we're, we're going to figure out dinner. And it's like, mm. if you're there for it, you'll work for it. Right. You know, and you'll make it happen. I like this one because you, you, you've done this. Long distance phone plan. Okay. Papa JT, I'll get right to it. My boyfriend of two years won't add me to his phone plan. Is this a sign we're on different pages in our relationship? A little backstory. We're both in our 30s in a long-distance relationship. Dated in college, have known each other for a long time. We are planning to move and meet in the middle within the next six months to a year and start a life in the same city. I've been on a family phone plan forever, and it's, my, it's time to get my own. Don't judge me. Yes, I'm 30. No judgment here. <laughs> Same though. Yeah. 31. <laughs> yeah. 34. And I, and I got off it and then went back to it. <laughs> I got off my family plan because it was a big fight that I was using data and no one knew how to do it. Yeah. And then Same. I was like, I, okay, fuck it. I'm going on my own. And then my dad was like, hey, listen, there's a new plan we found that if we all match up, it'll be this much a month as opposed to, and it's like, okay, well now I'm back with the family thing. Um, we both have good jobs and make good money. I joked a few weekends ago that he should just add me to his and I'd pay half the bill every month. He shrugged it off. This past weekend it came up again and I asked him to put me on his plan and he outright said no. Not in a mean way, but said I should just bite the bullet and get my own plan. Th my thoughts are if we will be sharing bills in the future, then why not just start now? Am I wrong or is this a sign that he's not invested as I am? I love this email because this is the podcast of luxury issues. There's no more luxury issue than this, but I think it's I want deeper. 600 thread count and he wants 800 yeah. thread count. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you, do you think this is a sign of something more, you know, pressing? Uh, no, I don't think it is because uh, that, that, that's a constant thing in my relationship too of very small gestures being interpreted by my girlfriend is, as as a lack of respect sure. or a lack of commitment, I've definitely had so many. Well, it is interesting to me. That. And in my mind, I was like, "It's not about that." It's yeah. but then is it? <sighs> like because to me, I I, I think he's he, willing to move for you. Well, <laughs> like he claims. He claims this that is the was problem. When, when, when the six to twelve months come up, I was like, "I want to hear in six to twelve months what I, that number is." I don't like anything that's like. You know, they say boyfriend of two years. Okay, they dated in high, dated in college. They're thirty now. Okay, so interesting. So they came, sounds like a sitcom. Sitcom, but like there's things to unpack. There's okay, yes. dated in college, didn't work out. Came back together. Now you're back together. Did you come back together as like I, you were the love I've never had, or was this a comfort thing? Is this a thing where you got back together because? Yeah, I've dated around and that one was good. You know, is it good, not great? Have you ever had an old joke that you find? And you're like, this joke was fine. Why did I give up on it? And you start doing it again and you realize it's good. Yeah. I, <laughs> but yeah. it's not great. But it's not great. You're <laughs> like, that's, oh, here's that's harshly why. judgmental. I don't know the situation, but that was the first thing I thought. Well, of. this is why we're digging into this. She sent in a situation that she's digging into. So it's like, okay, let's unpack the whole thing. Are you in a relationship that's out of um, uh, that that was created out of laziness? I, you're long distance. You want the comfort of having someone there for you, and now you're telling me that we're going to start a life together within the next six months to a year. Uh, what? You're going to yeah. go to a new city. Both of your jobs don't matter in your own city. No one has a job. No one has. And it's like I know I'm sounding like the dad in this situation, mm -hmm. but. You got to get a little dadly with your shit. I can provide a counterexample. I just okay. thought of one. My girlfriend and I had been dating for a few months when mm. I recorded my first album. Okay. And I had some jokes about her okay. at that point. I had some jokes about there, and they were good, and they were working. Sure. It was about two, three minutes of jokes. And then when I did the album cutting, I, I cut those jokes out. Okay. And she immediately said, so you're not going to mention having a girlfriend on your album. Hilarious. Yeah. So you, and, and she really took it as you don't want the world to know that you have a girlfriend. And Talk. you don't want to look back at this and hear about a girl you ended up leaving. Yeah. And I said, no, no, those jokes are going to get better. They're my yeah. reason. She, was, she didn't understand that at that point. Said, of course. No, no, and I just did those jokes on Fallon because it took two more years yeah. to actually get them to where I wanted them to be to put out into the world. But her immediate interpretation was very much like th this woman's interpretation. But the, the, the difference between the jokes and the phone plan is like you're planning on doing more with the jokes. I don't know his plans. And, I, and the, the biggest thing, I think the first thing we should say about this email, ask him why. 
She yeah. hasn't. She's asking us before she's asking him. Yeah, I, I, we, you need to ask him because I'm just saying there may be an explanation that she's not considering. I that I, would be way more, I th- uh, way less foreboding for sure. And I think I, but I do think of these things as like buttoning up a shirt. You know, this guy is avoiding buttoning one of the, the first button on the shirt. This is the first thing that ties them together. Now it's not six months to six months to a year is easy to say to somebody. Yeah, we're going to move in six months to a year. We'll both get jobs. Yeah, then you're like, wait a minute. Everyone fucking hates moving. Everyone fucking hates finding jobs. Those are very difficult things to do. Both leaving their city, by the way. They're both going somewhere their... in between. And it's like, okay, well, the easiest thing you could do if you're committed to this is get on the phone plan. Yes. Like, as far as, and, you know, the reasons that we're both talking about family plans and, like, you know, people... I used to do a joke about being on my parents' family plan and not wanting to be, and how I was never going to get off. Yeah. And your great grandchildren will be on that exactly. plan. Exactly. We'll all be on the plan. I'll be 80 years old and my parents, fa- you know, <laughs> you know, they're dead and I'm like, you know, they're still on the plan and they're, they're, they're like, <laughs> their trust pays the plan, whatever it is. But I, I would always have someone yell out, well, it's cheaper. And it is. It, mm-hmm. it, 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 if you go on your own as a one person, it's Oscar more expensive. Yeah. Exactly. So it's funny to me to go into, the, you know, I look at these things where it's like a lot of women have done this to me in the past where they'll take a small thing like this that, well, it's cheaper. And it's a way, and you go, well, and then I would be in the position to go, I'm not ready for that. And then they go, well, if you won't, you can spend $40 versus $50. Why won't you do that? And the hard answer is, you know, then it becomes, I'm not ready to be in a contract situation with you. Yes. And that's what it sounds like to me, especially. So I would say to her, this is the first time that you're finding out he might not be ready to enter into contracts with you. I wouldn't be so sure about the six months to a year plan. I wouldn't be so sure that everyone's going to be looking for jobs in new cities. Yeah. It's sad. It's, it's a little concerning. Here's, here's the question that hasn't been asked yet as well. Even if they did break up, he's still saving money. Yeah. <laughs> so really, what's the, yeah. what's the hurdle here? I, I know. Well, this is, you know. It's these not are that s- weird. It's, if I he's were him. He's going to Venmo every month? If I were him, I would have just done it just to like not deal with it. Right. Um, but that's how much he's avoiding this commitment. Yeah, I I think you got to start questioning right. the move and You're when right. that's going to happen more than the foam plan at this point. So I I think our conclusion on this is that's that's concerning. But it's you cons- need to ask him and confront him yeah. with no uh, no ambivalence about this subject. Is no. that the right word? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Go jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Matthew Broussard at Monday Punday. We're sponsor people. Ooh, love this sponsor. Great time of year for it. Uh, Brooklinen, Brooklinen, Brooklinen. Right now, especially these people moving, the fall's coming up, going back to school, you're going to a new city, you're going to a new job. Not, it's time for new sheets. Making your home beautiful is the ultimate form of self-care. You spend about a third of your life in the sheets. Don't you want them to be insanely comfortable? And now that the warm weather is here, maybe it's time to switch up your sheets and duvets to something a little bit Breezier, lightweight, and soft. Check out our newest linen collections with a beautiful assortment of colors. Brooklinen's got 35,000 five-star reviews, more than any other online betting company, half a million happy sleepers and counting. I am a huge Brooklinen fan, and I'll tell you how you do it. You call, you, you order, you use my promo code, you get that free money. You pop it, it comes with this, I like it, the packaging it comes in, It comes with a little detergent. You throw them in the wash. You you wash them. Then you make that bed. And then there is no better feeling than getting into a brand new Brooklinen-made bed. Time for me to get in bed. That's right. This has been fun. It is. There is no better feeling in the world. It's like you have a whole new room. It's a whole new room. It's a whole new new life. It's a whole new sleep. And also... You've already, let me tell you something about your sheets right now. You've been sweating in them all summer. They're gross. They're disgusting. You're disgusting. You're an animal. You need new sheets. If you've had sheets for longer than a year, uh uh-uh. Get rid of them. 
Brooklinen's your answer. It's in their name, so you know it's good. Brooklinen's newest linen collection is amazing. I couldn't recommend their products more. For graduates, newlyweds, friends, or family, treating yourself to the bedroom upgrade you deserve, brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer for just my listeners, okay? 10% off. That's 10% off and free shipping. When you use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. That's JTRAIN for 10% off at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident. This is how confident they are in their product. This is like, you know, they're putting themselves out there. They're so confident that their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. Um, are you serious? The only way to get 10% off and free shipping is to use promo code JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. Brooklinen, these are the best sheets ever. We are here with Matthew Broussard at Monday Punday. He's coming to Pittsburgh, Long Island, Salt Lake, mondaypunday.com. Let's do another. Yo, J-Train, longtime listener, first-time emailer. I'm 23-year-old dude living in a heavily military-populated town an hour outside of Denver, Colorado. Sounds like Colorado Springs to me. Fort Collins. Or Fort Collins, Okay. Cool went, area, either way. It's, I mean, everything in that area is beautiful. Ah, like, you can't look away from it. Cool people, too. Yeah. I went to a college preparatory high school, but was one of a couple of people in my graduated class that didn't go to college right away. Instead, I went back to work at a manufacturing factory where I built water pumps for three years. After uh, A year after graduation, I started taking welding. Classes at a community college at night, and I'm a couple away from getting my associates. For the past three years, I have been an electrician working on commercial cannabis grows and residential remodels. Um, I'm not on the dating apps or social media at all. My question is this. How do I meet more women in person? Do I need to just get with the times and get online? Or is there an alternative that I'm not seeing? Maybe my perception of myself is skewed in that it seems that women my age do, uh, are not into the career choices that I have made. But the way I see it, I am paving lanes for the future. I make good money and go out from time to time, but I rarely see single women out and about. It seems they are all taken. Any advice would be great. Love the podcast. Consider your nuts feathered. Attached to pictures of my welding work. Oh, that's pretty cool. Damn. Yeah, look at that table. This dude is sexy. Yeah. This is a sexy man. This guy has no idea what he's working with. This guy is the... He has no idea how to tell his own story. Ah, yeah. The story he told us, there just what you're thinking, what you're saying is what I was thinking. I, this guy is a catch. Women are dripping right now. I, they are sliding off of their chairs. I do a joke about how I look like the guy who gets left at the altar in a rom-com. <laughs> okay. This is the guy she ends up with. Yes. I'm the VP of my dad's company. This is the guy with like yeah. good forearms and sure. some stubble. Yeah, this yeah. is the brawny man. This is the brawny man. This yeah. is the underdog. You can't date him. Yeah. With his <laughs> steady six-figure salary, but no chance at a using his seven-figure salary. Yeah, this is going to start his own company or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I think this guy's got a, a really growing area. This guy's got to uh, be better at telling his story. Right, I think that's a big part of this. Is yeah, he, he, he writes. I mean, his title is blue-collar welder electrician. Like. You should be more. Po- There's. He's on the cover of Gen Z romance novels. That's <laughs> yeah. what this dude is. Here's the thing: in this day and age of people going to college and then getting out of college and having no idea what the fuck to do with themselves because they were in an unreality reality for Yawn. a bubble of four years. We've Tired all seen story, it. We've yeah. heard the story. We've seen it. Oh, you mean you an t- English degree couldn't get me a job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we've heard this before. This guy. It's the future. He's he's got a career. He's making money for now. Five years at uh-huh. this point. And he's got an artistic streak. He showed us his work. He showed us his, the work is beautiful. Um, I think first is owning the things that make you a little bit different. Um, yeah. And Comedy owning, has definitely taught us yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. You have to look at yourself and go, well, here's the positive of this. Mm-hmm. Job. You don't know how many people are. You get to work with your hands. You get to be outside. You're your own boss. At a certain point, he says he does a lot of, you know, a lot of these things turn into your own entrepreneurial mm-hmm. thing. That's one. Two, get yourself an Instagram account. And I'll yeah. say this because you can only be you so weird. Follow. 
Yeah, David, listen, I'll, you got, I'll follow you all of your You got Monday Punday following you. I, I, you can only be so weird for women. So You need referrals. <laughs> you need referrals. So you can't be out in the woods electrician guy. Mm-hmm. So I understand what he's saying. I'm not into it. It's okay to not be into it, but you can't have... You have in this day and age. I there are listen. I'm not saying get addicted to Instagram like I am. Yeah. What I'm saying is have some pictures Same. with friends that you can that you look like. Oh, he's a normal guy who does this abnormal way of life. Yes, you can't be totally off the radar because women look at that. They go, well, does he have any friends? Does, can he even relate to the fact that I like being on social media? Mm-hmm. You can't be against social media guy. And be electrician, welder, work with my hands, didn't go to college guy. I don't think that's a good combo. Right. You need a little bit of inherent contrast so people are more surprised. Because if you you want a surprising persona, you want someone to like, oh, they're into this, but they're also into this. Yes. You want a little bit of that. Yeah. And I would say, and and to answer your question, get on the the dating apps as well. You know, know, I would even say like, you know, that's a good foot in the water. At least you know who's single because in a bar setting, you know. You don't know who's a green light, who's mm-hmm. a red light. And he's looking at these people going, well, they all seem taken. Right. They could be there with friends. You don't know. Right. I think- and people who are, even the single women who are out and about are on their phones while they're out and about. They're not even there. I, exactly. They're, they're looking to date they're people that are- They're at bars on their phone. They're at a bar on their phone at another bar that's yeah. on their phone looking for other single people. Somewhere in America, there's a, a, a woman on swiping on some dating app next yeah. to a guy swiping on the dating app, and they're perfect for each other. <laughs> and they're sitting one <laughs> table away, and they'll never meet. Yeah. I mean, this guy, if I was him, let me, I'll be him at a bar. I mean, for, so the, the suggestion is to get an Instagram account, post some pictures with friends, post some pictures of your, of your welding and your electrician work, mm-hmm. um, Go out with your friends, maybe join a dating app, but go out with buddies so you don't just this loner dude. You you know because right. it just sounds and then because we don't know what his bro situation is, we don't know what his bros are like. You don't know what his guys are like, but also some. play some music b- behind this because if you go up to a girl at a bar and you're like, so we're at a bar, Shelby. Yeah, so like music's playing. I got my vodka crayon, and uh, then we're taught, hey. uh... Who are you here with? I'm just here with my friends. So, oh. I, like, what do you do? So, what I do, I like to work with my hands. Oh. Yeah, I'm actually, I own my own business. I do a lot of welding. Wow. I took classes at a community college at night to get my associates and then put on some porn music. Let's see. And sometimes... It's so cool that you they do all those things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't I, need a lot of those. So, well, I'm a, I'm a welder. Whoa. And sometimes while I'm at home, I think of the different tables and art, you know, that I can make with my hands. And it makes me sweat because I'm like, you know, maybe no one will buy this, but at least I love making it. Yeah. And sometimes I'll roll up my sleeves and it's hot. Oh, your forearms are so big. Yeah, I got yeah, because you know, with the welding equipment, these forearms they get sore. I, I've just been Yeah. And I live outside of the city and oh. it's just a tough life. I own my home. Wow. Yeah. I uh, I built it actually myself. And you know, sometimes I have no student debt at all. None? Yeah, because I just chose a different road in life. I wanted to go the welding way, and you know, and I built my house, and I don't know, and I own the house, and I own my business, but I don't have a college degree. I just, you know, I didn't want to live in a dorm room. I, it's, it's a good life for some. I just, that's not the type of man I am. Wow. Yeah. So, and yeah, so I, I'm just, and sometimes when I'm welding, I think of my, my dead mother. And I think, she would have loved this table. And then I just keep welding on. And I'm not really big on social media, but I do have this Instagram account where I put some of my artwork up there. But that's really my side hustle. What I really like doing is being able to hang a, a painting on the wall. Do you, have you ever met a guy who could do that? Never, in my, like my, my dad. Yeah. Yeah, but nice to meet you. Yeah. Gotta go home to work on my sketches. Hey, hey, quick question. Sure. You do welding. Do you do you fix pipes? Because 
my place is flooded. <laughs> End scene. Another round of J Train Theater. Yeah, this guy's got to spin the positive. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with at Monday Punday, Matthew Broussard. We're also sponsored people. Third love. Third love. Now, some of you might be thinking, it's weird for a bra company to sponsor the J-Train podcast. I'll say this. Yeah, you'd be wrong. You'd be wrong. This is the perfect sponsor because I understand what it's like to be between sizes. I have a short torso, broad shoulders. To find a t-shirt that fits me well is a needle in a haystack. I I try on t-shirts every day looking for the perfect shirt. The beauty, I can understand that if you're sitting there in a bra that doesn't fit well, doesn't feel right, I know, I understand it. I've had that t-shirt problem my whole life. This is why I love Third Love. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. More sizes than most other brands, Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes. Convenience, skip skip the trip. Find your fit with Third Love's online Fit Finder Order and try on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. I, I, you know what I'm talking about with t-shirts. It's tough. I have the same thing. I have long arms yeah. and, and, a, and a pretty skinny waist. Sure. So it's, yeah, I'll take your issue over mine. But I, yeah, <laughs> good I, 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 That's a good problem. Good problem. But I understand it's tough to find the right fit, especially when you're online shopping. But if you're sitting here tugging at a bra, give Third Love a shot. And Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Okay, that's a deal. That's free money, people. So go to thirdlove.com slash JTrain. Thirdlove.com slash JTrain. Thirdlove.com slash JTrain. Now, to find your perfect fitting bra, get 15% off your first purchase. Thirdlove.com slash JTrain for 15% off today. It's so, not digital. It's yeah, a spectrum. That's it. That's good. I mean, that's it. I mean... If I had that for T-shirts, I I would I I, I would uh, my all my problems would be solved. That'd be nice. Thirdlove.com/slash/jtrain had a great night with a guy, but we forgot to exchange numbers. Oh, Jer- this is like the modern day Cinderella. <laughs> Cinderella. Her handle is glass slipper. <laughs> Hoping you can give me some advice. This past weekend, I went out with a few of my girlfriends. We ended up hanging out with a group of people, and we went to high school with. I was having a great time getting to know one of the guys who I have a few mutual friends. He offered to drive me home. One thing led to another, and we ended up hooking up that night. After the fact, he told me he was going to be out of town the rest of the weekend. (laughs) It sounded like he wanted to disappear. Uh, And we should hang out. I said that would be fun, and we said goodnight. It wasn't until the next day that I realized in the heat of things, we didn't exchange numbers. I'm not really active on social media, so that's not an option as far as how to get a hold of him. I'm comfortable making a move, and I could ask someone for his number. However, I don't want to force anything. Like I said, we've got quite a few mutual friends. He could easily get my number if he wanted to. It's been a few days, and I was wondering what you would suggest in this situation. I would love to hang out with him again. What do you think? I am of the belief that in our current era, yeah. if you want to find someone, they you find can find him. him. Yeah. I have, I have pulled some Sherlock Holmes stuff at sure. finding people. I mean, you wonder if this is his move. I, I, I also don't like the idea of letting pride get in the way of right. you getting an honest answer. Yes, that's that's been a theme thus far. I think it, it, yeah. it applies here as well. It applies because... She writes in the email, well, he could get my number. And it's like, yeah, he could. I, I, I'm with you. Like, and I agree with you. Like, he should, you know, someone's listening right now and being like, fuck this guy. He didn't even try. That's part of my reaction. And it's like, listen, when, when a hookup comes easily and then you can get out, there's, it's, like a, it's as clean as it gets. You met on that night. You hooked yeah, we up should that hang night. up sometime. Yeah, we let's should hang, hang out that time. <laughs> Doesn't have my number. Oh, I guess she doesn't text me. Whatever. Right. It's like, oh, she didn't text me. Now it's this clean situation where you're not a dick, but you're a dick. Right. Um, you, I, but I also think 
you know, a lot of the advice that we give on this podcast to certain people is they'll be like, well, this, this, and this happened. Does they, do they like me? And it's like, well, do you like them? Yeah. So this is kind of a perspective change, is what I'm saying. Yes. Like, and it doesn't matter if they like you in this case. No. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. So it's like, for me, I would go to the friend. I'd be like, hey, and take people at their word. You, and the thing is about the meet one night, hook up that night, I don't think that you're, you've, fuck yourself in any way i think no. you can be with someone that way but i think the 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 thought is that especially for a guy who might be a lazy guy he's like well that was just one night i, I we really never i didn't know enough to even want to have more yeah you know? i this is a very embarrassing i Go. went and hung out with laura our first weekend together we spent mm -hmm. three days together i ended up i came to town ended up sleeping at her place for three days okay she like canceled work on monday we had an amazing romantic it is three your days first ago. first meet yeah yep uh we, we had like a date the first night and then we didn't hang out the next night and just didn't didn't part ways for two days got it and then when i got home i didn't text her for two days yeah because <laughs> of a lot of reasons for first part of me was like Part of my first thought was we live in different cities. It'll never work out. It was yeah. just this magical thing we'll never be able to actually make happen. Sure. And I was very depressed for two days. I yeah. was very sad. I was tired. I was. It was my own insecurity that kind of drove that. Mm -hmm. That uh, not not texting her and not reaching out. And then I reached out and I realized she was as eager to make it work as I was, even though we didn't know how it was going to happen. Sure. So there are there are times when men don't do behave. Most often men telegraph their intentions, but sometimes they can do convoluted things. I, I think also if you're like a single guy who's out there, which this guy obviously is, mm -hmm. if he's meeting a group of girls, then offering a ride home and then hooking up, like this guy had a plan, you know, <laughs> like this guy, which also means that he had a plan with a lot of people. Yes. So... It's tough to like turn it's down. It's not like flying to Austin just to hang out with the no. girl you've been texting for a month. Yeah. yeah, this is a guy. Your situation is different in the sense that you, you zoned in, you stay with her for three days, you have this great thing, and then you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't text her because I, I'm out of place, out of mind. This guy to me, he's probably got a lot of girls going on. I, it, and, it sounds like that. And it's like, he sounds oh, like a smooth operator. A little bit. So it, you have to say, hey, I'm one that's like into this. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling it. You have to let him know. And, and I know that's like, you know, giving, you know, like, well, fuck this dude. If he can't know for him, it's, it's tough when you're single and then you're, you're kind of around a lot of people to turn down the chatter on all the ones that you don't really care about. Yeah. What's that called? Uh, option fatigue? Yeah. Or something like that. Something like Choice that. Choice fatigue? Choice the paralysis or something. Choice like paralysis. That. Yeah. That sounds so like, right, probably. And it's, and it's like for this guy, like, you know, I'll say this. Guys aren't out there really looking to settle down. You no. know, and it's like it, the settle down kind of happens to you. A lot of cases. Right. Where it's like, oh, like, I, I mean, I'm looking back on how I met my girlfriend. We, I'm, I'm not looking to be in a relationship. I'm not looking. It wasn't like you're I was out there being specifically trying to not be in a relationship. You're looking pretty to much. avoid it. Yeah. And if you're in the, and then she's sitting there going, hey. You know, wake the fuck up. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're right. This is a good point you've made. You yes. know, so for her, put away the pride because you're now, you know, it's right now you're one of many. You need yes. to show that you are a very specific option that is keen to the idea of meeting more. So get the number, find the number. Hey, how you been? I, I can't believe we didn't get each other. Number. Don't take offense. Don't go in being angry. This is the way it worked out. Be happy that it could happen again. Yes. And, you, and I hate to be all seize the day on it. Sure. But if this doesn't work out, don't let it be because you were afraid to put yourself out there. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more email and then we can get a news item or two. We do some news at the end. You've been wow. great. At, at Monday Punday, Matthew Broussard. Go follow. Go get involved. What do you think? Sexting skills, basic bitch alert, a would you rather, six-year age gap, Benjamin Button dating app. Any of these speak to you? All of them do. Those are very yeah, catchy titles. Very catchy. I, I am very bad at sexting, so I might be averse to that one. Okay. Unless you're great at it. SOS basic bitch alert. <clears throat> Longtime fan listener here. Recent. We got one more email? 
One more email. Recent sea turtle activist after going to one of your stand-up shows in a nondescript big city. <laughs> I get that. Um, keep up the great work. Paper straws are great, but if you have any answers on how to prevent the sogginess after 10 seconds, please hit me up. Anyways, feather, feather, I'll get on with it. I've been living in a nondescript big city for about a year, and the same pattern keeps repeating itself. I use all the classic dating apps, meet some cute guys, start texting and casually go on one or two dates before they seem to lose interest. I was wondering if you had any advice on how to stand out on dating apps or at the beginning of dating. I'm worried I may come off as too much of a hookup girl because I've been single for about five years and haven't really been interested in anything serious until now. Obviously, be yourself is good advice, but I feel like I'm being myself and not standing out from the hundreds of girls that can swipe for on the dating apps. Similar to the last thing. Yes. How do you stand up? Um, is there Too any, humble. Is there any way, other way of meeting people I could try, uh, try? I think a lot of girls feel the same way, so hopefully this helps them out too. Am I just being too basic and all 23-year-olds are pretty much interchangeable for young guys in this city? I've attached my Instagram uh, for reference and would be honored to have classic Shelby celebrity lookalike. Also, big fan of Shelby. There it is. Shelby, keep up the great work. Uh, a big Shelby fan writing in. What you, what, now, Shelby is known throughout this country as one of the greatest celebrity lookalike people to, to be around. I had, a really, I had a couple good ones the other day in real life. Oh, you find some. You he, find them. He knows what celebrity they look like just by... She's cute. Oh, yeah. Let's see her here. Oh, man. My, 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 first, my first thought is pump the brakes because when you said you were single for five years, I was like, oh, maybe she's like 32. No, she's young. You've been single since you're 18? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> you should not be in a relationship between 18 and 23. Yeah, Wasting those years. Wasting those years. She's very cute. I think that's her in the middle. Shelby, that's her dog. Shelby's debating right now. He's come to a conclusion what do you say? I mean, she's very cute. This is... Uh, I'm kind of thinking, like, young Lisa Kudrow. Wow. What a poll. I could see it. Yeah, right here, especially. What do you think? What do you think of her issue? Do you think she has... I think she's also got to stop worrying about it. You're 23. That's it. That's the biggest thing. Is Go like, find yourself. Yeah. Go find... You're not, you're not looking for the one. You're looking for you. Yeah. 23, you got a lot to figure out. And if, if you meet a guy who you want to be in a relationship, it sounds like she's more eager to be in a relationship than to find the right one. I agree with that. Sounds and like I, she's putting the, the, the car before the horse. I, I think you're right. And I think the biggest advice to someone like that is owning what you want and then being okay with people not wanting the same thing. Yes. So she's like, be yourself. I don't think be, be yourself find is yourself. vague. Find yourself and figure Make out yourself. the things that you have to create taste. So creating taste involves making mistakes along the way. So creating taste means, okay, you go on a date with a guy and you have a great time and then you say, hey, I would love to go out again. And then they go, well, meet me at Saturday night at 11 o'clock and, and then we'll drink and then go out and get drunk. And you go for the 11 o'clock and you sleep over and you go, man, this isn't what I wanted at all. I wanted another date. And then mm -hmm. the next time you go, hey, I'm not meeting up at 11 o'clock. That's my standard. That's my taste. It is all about being okay with hearing a no. Yep. And that's hard. It's uh, hard. I, I need to apply that advice to my own life. Yeah. But yeah. Don't think you're, it sounds like she thinks she's too far gone or, no, or no, no, and, no. It, and, and the way she worded it made it sound like she, um, she thinks she's looking for a relationship in multiple guys. It's like yeah. if, if you're meeting multiple guys you think you should be in a relationship with, you need to raise your standards. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, I mean, if it you're, should be hard to find someone you she, like. She's basically saying, I go on two dates and then they, they won't let me into the club. And it's like, well, why are you applying to their club? Right. You, you have to reverse the perspective. You're the prize here. Yeah. And I, I've said this before. It's becoming, you know, kind of a line on this podcast where it's like you own the company. You don't. You got to be a little bit more CEO and a little bit less going to work for someone else. Right. So when you own a company, a you go, you fire people. You let people go that don't really do anything for you. The ones that are lacking in professionalism and not adding anything to the company's goals. Mm -hmm. You're when you're working for someone, you just make sure that you keep getting. You know, you never get fired. 
And it's like, no one should be in relationships to not get fired. Right. You know, in this situation, she's like, well, these guys are like, just keep firing me. What can I do to not get fired? Well, why don't you start your own company and start firing some people on your own? Yeah, it feels like she's sending out a resume rather than reading others. Absolutely. And, And it's like, listen, the second date, hey, and it's not a be yourself. It's own what, you know, the things that you want and be okay. Not everyone's going to be into it. I think a lot of women, too, there's this thing that they're brought up with where it's like, well, you don't know. He could be the good guy. He could be the guy. Mm-hmm. You don't know. And it's like, no, we know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is it. He texted you to meet up late night and doesn't want to fuck and doesn't want to go on another date with you. Yes. And that's okay. That's okay. J Train Podcast and Gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. Let's do one news story before we go. Matthew Broussard, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. At Monday Punday. Go follow. Go support. Hilarious. MondayPunday.com. All the live dates. Shelby, let's do some news. Well, you're a big flyer, and this is about dating. We have a news story that combines them both. I am a big flyer. Mr. Broussard, you're a big flyer. Just Southwest. in the industry. You go Southwest? Yeah. I don't make what? your I don't, I don't got your draw, buddy. What? <laughs> Gotta be able to cancel those flights. What about Delta? Can't cancel them. You you can't cancel them. You can cancel for free every Southwest flight. Really? Yeah. And where do you fly out of in the city? LaGuardia mostly. There's Southwest at LaGuardia? Oh, yeah. As, actually, LaGuard- the terminal, LaGuardia Terminal at Southwest is one of my favorite terminals in the country. They just renovated it. Really? As a smash burger. I had no idea. You're, you're getting on the flight not knowing what seat you're in? Oh, but I got early boarding. Okay. Fun, so I, fun, I get my fun. Seat. Yeah. Okay. Well, Let's hear it. A uh, boyfriend and girlfriend got a bit of a tussle on a flight, and she ended up getting kicked off. A boyfriend and a girlfriend get into a fight, and she gets kicked off. Yeah. What was the fight about? We'd love, Finally. If this, <laughs> we'd probably hear about this. Somebody might have a story, but we actually have video. We have vi- Let's see the video. So they. Oh, that's <laughs> rare that it happens. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Yeah, she you is better believe swinging. I'm fucking nuts, nigga, in front of public. You want to fucking try to look at other women, nigga, and I'll fuck you. You ain't going to look at other women, and you ain't going to tell me you're looking at other women. He's looking at other women. What are you supposed to do on a flight? They are not sitting next to each other, are they? I already know. I look, I'm not going to say nothing if you don't say nothing and try to cause a commotion because he's a fucking problem. Oh, my God. You want to fucking try to fucking say shit to me, nigga? Not safe for work language. Not at all. I hope she's black. Because we can't see her. We can't see her, so. If I let him in my bed, I'm not ever gonna see you again. I swear to God, don't you ever come to my house, nigga. I'll call the police on you. Oh my Plus God. You. Oh, really? You're going out of control. Nigga, I'll right now. Are they sitting you next to each other, Shelby? They are. You can't see them. Oh, there. Now she's hitting them. Sir, yeah. sir, sir, you're ne- come up with us. No. Oh, you gonna come up? Yeah, man. Get up, man. Get up. Oh, no. Oh, I'm assaulting you, man. Oh, I'm assaulting you. I'm assaulting you. Oh, I like that she's going back to her seat now. Oh, she's getting her purse. She's accepted her fate. Do you want to say I'm assaulting you? Fuck you. You want to say a yes? Yeah, we're going to say this. We, we all want to say that. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm going over there. You're going to be charged with assault. Fine, whatever. She's accepted her fate. Props. The white dude. The pilot. That was the pilot. The pilot. Why does he know? He doesn't know. What is he? The, the judge, jury, and the I executioner? Excuse me. I dropped the, out of law school yeah, for this. Yeah. You're going to be charged with assault. What? Why is he even saying anything? She's got to kind of de-escalate in his uh, own way. I love that that pilot, he has to be, he's everything now. He comes up. You're going to be charged with assault. Yeah, get the fuck out of the way. A lawyer well, will be provided for you if you can't <laughs> yeah, have one. It's, I mean, there's no worse place to get in a fight than on a plane. The length, yeah, very, very small aisle space. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if that fight would have happened at all if she had the window seat and not the middle. Yeah, I'm that mad when I have the middle. Oh, buddy. I oh, and they were not. They were not little people, so they no. must have been. I like you know compressed. It's funny that she did a lot of the things that you know very female things in the fight. She wouldn't let him out of the seat, so it was forced to him. 
to like barrel over her. Yeah, and they made him leave first. Made him yeah. leave first, and yeah, that was a. The the sh- the audience shock when she really starts going down the aisle slapping. Yeah, yeah. the audience shock. It was like a more set of Maury. Holy shit! The link to this will be in the description if you like to see this. If you want to see, yeah, if you want to see the tussle, <laughs> you can go to the link. I just like a fight on a plane though is one of those fun things because everyone on that flight at the same time just hit pause on their whatever they were listening to on the lego movie too yeah just like one earphone back just like what's this gonna be and she's like no i will yell it for you you don't even have to wonder you know you know angry whispering when you fight with your girlfriend in public (laughs) yeah like there's like subtitles on this <laughs> yeah this doesn't need it <laughs> yeah, like, wow well thank you for bringing I, the news shelby thanks for having me i like that she also like got up she yeah she she knew she, she was like we fate. are not flying anywhere today <laughs> so, yeah, we, we are going straight back to smash burger in the southwest terminal <laughs> we're gonna be, have a good talk about this Matthew Broussard, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. At Monday Punday. Go follow, go support Fantastic Comics. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelby on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I am Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. And I'm coming uh, to Chicago, Cleveland, and toronto and detroit for you up come on out get those tickies baby um and then i'm gonna be coming to sacramento so if you're in those areas come on out jaredfree.com jaredfree.com we'll be back next episode boom